Hello there, darlings. Welcome to the Clockwork Cabaret. They are old, they are not hip. They are the weird aunties that you didn't know you needed or wanted. And now, for a friendly reminder, this show is for adults. That darling DJ duo, Emma Davenport and Lady Attercop, drink cocktails, have potty mouths, and at least one of them was raised by wolves. <laughs> with the sound of the cuckoo, you know that it is time for the Clockwork Cabaret. Hooray! Ooh, spooky! I am Emmett Davenport. And I am Lady Attercup. And to this me- is our last spooky... Well... No, not last. <laughs> no, we will last forever of- do spooky. We will forever and ever. It's do- true. <laughs> I, mean, I, I realized no- as soon as that started to come out of my mouth, yes. that's not accurate. <laughs> but it's our last official... Yes, podcast of what is officially spooky season yeah tomorrow will be halloween but spooky season is forever in our, in our hearts, hearts yes. as we know i am actually wearing a t-shirt that says halloween is a lifestyle <laughs> oh that's true i also like to refer to my decorating uh style as early halloween yeah we have to take we when we decorate for halloween we have to put away skulls so that we can break out the holiday skulls. Oh yes, or you the know. or I have to put away skulls in order to put pumpkins. There's there are pumpkins. Yeah. They're part of. There are also special yes. holiday skulls that only go out during the holidays. Yes. Yeah. You I know. Have, I like, go. I go more traditional and put pumpkins. Like Lots a normal of person. Yeah. Like a normal person with a normal decor. We also have, you know, holiday lights. Around yeah. our porch that we can change the colors to depending on whatever holiday it is. So, you it's know, true. it's right now they're orange. <laughs> we, we, we do have things hanging on our walls that we did buy from the Halloween section of Michael's. Well, yeah, that's also the, <laughs> only, that's the only time I do any shopping. That's right. They stay out year long <laughs> because we are aging creeps. <laughs> yes. Uh, and our decor slides along the Adams family. <laughs> I, I I have commented that Halloween is the, the Hall- Halloween and the spooky season is the only time of the year that uh, no one picks on me for wearing That's all right. black. <laughs> like, Everyone's all like, "Oh, where did you get that cute sweater with all those skulls on it?" Oh, I'm uh, in my ah. closet that I've been wearing since the 90s. Oh, the one I year wear, the one I wear year round, you mean? The one that you never notice until it's Halloween. Yes. That's right. Yeah. Younger siblings raiding your closet. Yeah. This year I'm going as you. Oh. Oh, so. Yes, a horrible monster because they're younger siblings. Yes. <laughs> I know, I was actually thinking, like, for Halloween, I'll just dress up as as if I was going to go out into the real world. <laughs> I have done that when I... <laughs> when you work a corporate office and you wear your goth clothes to the office and everybody goes, oh my gosh, that looks so good. I, used, I, I actually did yeah. that... That I've when I when I w- when I worked at the library, I dressed up as Death from Sandman, mm. and uh, 
And someone commented like, that's a really good look on you. You should wear that more often. And I was like, oh, huh? you mean like how I dress all the other days of the week? Just wear this dress that I normally don't wear to work because I don't want to deal with the comments. (laughs) That I actually, it's like, wow, that's so well put together and of such high quality. It's almost like it's not a costume. Yes. (laughs) Ah. Are you perusing the Halloween aisle and you find you're like, this looks like something I would wear. Yeah. Crap. Yes. Speaking of Halloween, I know this is very American centric. I apologize to our international listeners, but Evan, check what I got us for the podcast. Off brand candy corn. Oh, hooray. <laughs> yes. The America's most controversial candy. I, I, little ASMR for all the ASMR fans of us. Oh, yeah. Uh, For those who don't know, I am not a fan of candy corn. I I mean, I will eat I will eat some if given to give it if handed to me because I cannot deny candy and sugar. But well, uh, and and not all Americans like candy corn. It's very divisive. It's kind of like a peeps or yeah, or um, uh, what are those those? Cadbury eggs. Oh, I don't like Cadbury. Yeah, eggs. for hol- for in Easter, like like there are some people who are very very, very very pro, Cadbury egg. Ugh. And like, I've I've been told you're eating that eating a the, chocolate egg full of snot. I've been told that the Cadbury or the eggs that are similar in in Europe are much better. Are much better, it's, which I would not be surprised. In in America, they're a super sweet little shell filled with sugary snot yes uh, candy corn if you're going to eat it brocks is the only way to go yeah but they didn't have brocks at the oh. store they had zachary's candy <laughs> i've never heard of mm, candy from a man named zach that uh, never bodes well since 1950 is that oh. 1950 since 1950 and it's 100 american made Made That's with honey. honey. It, says, it says made with real honey. That's I, I got this one. Oh. Love and it. not the other off-brand candy corns. So here's a candy corn. Oh, thank you. you. Have one. I'll have one, My too. Only, the only candy corn I have eaten this year. Um, oh, they're not bad. Nah. I mean... It doesn't taste like anything. Oh, they're... It just tastes like sweet. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, there's no flavor to these. Candy corn, believe it or not, does have a flavor. It's a specifically waxy candy corn flavor. <laughs> it's a specifically waxy flavor. I didn't say it was a good flavor. I just said it was a flavor that yeah. exists in the world. And these just taste like icing. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Like hard icing. Like chewy icing. Vanilla icing. Oh, they do taste like vanilla. Yeah. That's the flavor. Yeah, it's vanilla. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. But- Zach? Your candy corn has disappointed me. Oh, oh poor Zach. Zach. I'm sure he's de- devastated. Well, that that was a that was 95 cents wasted. Spent. I'm sure you'll <laughs> still <laughs> eat all of it. Mr. Ducky will eat them. You can, you know, here, feel free to have some more. Um, and and it did say mellow. It says it does mellow, say mellow cream. cream. So I guess that's the flavor. Oh, okay. mellow cream. So like marshmallow? I don't know what that means. I don't. <laughs> This has been American Candy Hour with Emmett Davenport and Lady Addercup, where we eat subpar grocery store candy. Second rate. Second (laughs) Second rate rate candy. candy. Oh, this is a true horror. (laughs) This is is the real horror of the season. Yes. Bad Halloween candy. Bad candy. candy. 
Oh, yes. Like when when I put out my weird German candy that nobody wants to eat. It was Japanese candy last year. Last year it was Japanese. Would. And yes. the year before it was German. And it likes to get international candy to confuse the local children. Not that there's anything weird with candy that isn't American. I, I got salt. I wanted salty licorice for myself. I wanted salted licorice. And that, so, is that German or is that like it's Finnish? German. It's it's Scandinavian, I, but I like also some, it's yeah. it's uh, it was from a German candy company. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I wanted some, and I accidentally got too much. So I was like, I will hand it out to the children. <laughs> no one wanted it. You gave the children insulted. I gave them real candy too. It was just, I would ask people, do you want to try? I would go, you want to try something weird? <laughs> and and no, one, no one took you up on that offer? Two children tried it. One of them actually liked it. and I said, it. And said, what is this? I would like some more. And I went, That's you a are a child of discerning taste. I can get but, behind that kid. I like him. Yeah, but, or them. I don't know their gender. I don't remember. It I don't was remember. A child. It was a <laughs> child that was in a costume. I don't remember what it, what the gender was, but uh, yeah, I appreciate that. The other kid who had it immediately spit it out and yeah. threw it away. It was like, I tried it. I did not like it. And I went, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. You, you know what? You're an adventurous soul. You but you tried it. Life. You tried it. So I feel like you. I you like win. salted licorice. I do too. I it love was, black licorice. I, I am a. Huge fan. I like to make a boozy drink with the salted licorice Mm. called salmiaki, Mm -hmm. where I infuse the infuse a vodka with it. It's delicious. I mean, if you like salty licorice, yes, you have to like salted licorice. You have to like salt and licorice. (laughs) You have to like those two things, and you'll have to like them together, Uh, which I do. Yeah, no, uh, Lady Addercop has a has a, a storied history. With uh, flavored licorice slash anise <laughs> flavored drinks. This is how I get too drunk too fast because mm. I just enjoy the taste. So I'll be like, do do do, yeah. shot shot shot, and then be like, wait, how many of those did I just have? I've lost track. Do, do, I do. was just drinking them because they're good. Oh no, <laughs> oh no, and yeah, yes. oh yes, yeah. That is uh, that is how that happens. Yes. Yeah, I've had many a party bucket moment because of uh, of, <laughs> of licorice flavored liqueurs. <sighs> I'm sure our listeners have also had party bucket moments. So. A party bucket moment is when you have to puke into something not not designed to receive puke. Usually, like a popcorn bucket or a random trash receptacle. Um, Named after an incident in which I had to puke into something that was not designed to uh, to catch puke. And as I'm throwing up, the tag is still hanging off of this popcorn bucket that I received as a gift. It's a it's party a bucket. party bucket. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> and this has been real life horrors with, with <laughs> true, Lady Addercup. True horror stories. I think I've told all my real life yes. horror stories on the show. The time that I got cornered by a pack of dogs yeah. and that oh, I thought yeah. they were potential werewolves. The time I saw a ghost. Uh, the other time that my dorm room was haunted. Oh, I don't oh, think yeah. I told the do- haunted dorm room. Oh yeah, no, you have. It's, and also, it's not that interesting yeah. because nothing happened while I lived there. Yeah. <laughs> this was all the people that lived there before and after me. They were all like, did you have any weird experiences? No. No. Not a, not even a one. You didn't come back to all the 
the chairs pushed into the no. under the desks or all your stuff face down? No. No, it sounds like you have asshole roommates. It's like, no, my roommates were with me. <laughs> I don't want to tell you. Ghosts don't like me. Because you're skeptical. I'm, I'm, I'm a ghostbuster. My so, mere presence is so offensive to ghosts that they leave. It's because you're always wearing your skeptacles. My skeptical spectacles. <laughs> my skeptacles. I, <laughs> I did have that fun moment of telling my ghost story. Where I'm saying I don't believe in ghosts. And someone turned and like, didn't you see a ghost? They're like... Kinda, yeah. I mean, well, something. I don't know what whether know or not what it was. was. <laughs> Possibly a ghost, and they were like, "What the? <laughs> like, look, just because I saw something I can't explain doesn't mean it was a ghost. It just means I have a creepy story for just, you. Just because I saw a woman in period garb with no face doesn't mean I saw a ghost, y'all. Yes. <laughs> They're like, how does it? First of all, it's Florida. Secondly, there were a lot of people in period garb rocking around. I don't know. <laughs> It's a tourist town. It's a tourist that town. That happens all the time. Usually they have faces, but not always. I don't it know. It could have been a trick of the light. It could have been could have there. Been could have been I don't know. Could have been any sorts of things. <laughs> you know, that's a side effect. Not a bit of people know of meth. <laughs> that their faces face blurry. Makes their faces blurry. Maybe maybe they didn't want you to see it because for the TV show that you were on. <laughs> maybe it was a TV she show. Didn't sign the, she didn't sign the release to your ghost story, I and didn't. therefore you couldn't see they her couldn't face. couldn't film. Uh, I didn't realize I was being filmed, filmed at the time. Yes. But, you but know, it's Florida. It's, Everything is being filmed. Everything is, again, tourist town. Assume the mouse owns you. Yes. <laughs> what you don't know is that was used for a, a tourist... Uh, Come to St. Augustine, Ed. That's right. And that's how I became a pop star sensation. Sure. A little old for it. I'm a little fat for it. But hey, here we are. You didn't know you... I'm the pop star you didn't know you needed. I can't sing and I don't know how to play an instrument. And don't even ask me to dance. And I'll dance, just not well. <laughs> Only to Kate Bush songs, though. <laughs> I mean, I'll dance to anything, but especially a Kate Bush song. We will dance at people. Oh yeah, for a Kate Bush song. It's aggressive. <laughs> We've told that story too. It's like you can't embarrass us. We're too old. We have done it all already. Yes, we're too old to be shamed by teenagers. <laughs> Doesn't work on us anymore. It's always funny when teenagers want to try and embarrass adults. I don't understand it. <laughs> yes. I mean, for one, I'm not your parent, so it doesn't. I don't care I have, what you think. I don't care. <laughs> hey, child, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go. Uh, Get oh. some cigarettes and ice cream and bourbon. And I'm going to have that for breakfast. Yeah, because so. I can do that because I'm an adult. Then I'm going to vote. <laughs> I mean, that part's not exciting, but no. I'm an adult and I can do it. Ha ha. I'm going to pay my credit card. Ooh. Woo! <laughs> it's the scariest thing of all. Responsibility. <laughs> That's right. The true horror has been responsibility all along. And with that, let's play some music. Sinking. 
Just lie through the teeth. I ain't got no problem with Buddha. Cause he's a huge Nirvana fan. Try to keep my prayers pretty short now. Seems like God ain't got no attention span. But the road can be short Yeah, the road can be
nothing but his mind. But I want somebody just to tell me, oh, tell me, please, tell me right. I want somebody to tell me just what is the soul of man. Someday I say it's a scripture. Someday it's a thing out of sight. That's always argue the scripture. But no one knows it's right. And I want somebody to tell me, oh, tell me, please, tell me right. I want somebody to tell me just what is the soul of man. Sister Rosetta Tharp with What is the Soul of Man. Before that, we had Asylum Street Spankers with Right and Wrong. And starting off our set was Tom Waits with God's Away on Business.
hot for comfort, and you can't get ice cream cone. Ain't no sin to take off your skin, dance around your bones. When that lazy syncopation of the music softly moans. Ain't no sin to take off your skin, dance around your bones. The polar bears ain't green in Greenland, they got the right idea. They think it's great to refrigerate while we cremate down here. Now just like those bamboo babies from the South Sea Tropic Zones. Ain't no sin to take off your skin, dance around your bones. Ain't no sin to take off your skin, dance around your bones. Ain't no sin to take off your skin, dance around your bones. See why you might choose it. I'd rather have a madman wasp because he plays all the music. Choose the madman wasp. He plays all the music. Music thrills me, say it really kills me. 
just as happy as a cow Chewing on a cow Well, no folks all beat their feet On that Mississippi Janet Klein in her parlor boys with Mississippi Mud. Before that, we had George Olson and his music and Dick Gardner with Taint No Sin to Dance Around in Your Bones. And starting off our set was Victoria Spivey with How Do They Do It That Way. There's a moon over Bourbon Street tonight. I see faces as they pass beneath the pale lamplight. I've no choice but to follow that call The bright lights, the people, and the moon and all I pray every day to be strong For I know what I do must be wrong Oh, you'll never see my shade Or hear the sound of my feet While there's a moon over Bourbon Street It was many years ago I became what I am I was trapped in this life Like an innocent lamb Now I can never show my face At noon And you'll only see me walking By the light of the moon The brim of my hat Hides the eye of a beast Of the face of a sinner But the hands of a priest Oh, you'll never see my shade Or hear the sound of my feet While there's a moon over Bourbon every day through the streets of New Orleans she's innocent and young from a family of means I have stood many times outside her window at night to struggle with my instinct in the pale Could I be this way 
Lonesome Wyatt and Rachel Brooke with Poor Desperate Fools. Before that, we had The Drowning Lovers with Gravel and Blood. And starting off our set was Sting with Moon Over Bourbon Street. I am a vampire, I am a vampire, I am a vampire, I am a vampire, I am a vampire empire.
This is where the waiting stops and I get to move again Like the ribs of wrecks worn bare by the sea You will be forgotten This is where the smell of blood on the air Runs like music through me And a thousand men will meet their deaths When I take them down To bar with me I wish you wouldn't wait, Susanna Cause your ship ain't gonna come And hope is something that will drive you twisted in the end And now I get to take the broken stories from the dead And I'll mix them with the names and graves of the life so bravely wasted Cause this is where the waiting stops This is where I laugh at gestures I won't pretend I understood How can you have let the quiet sink so deeply into you? And I don't have to wave, Susanna, but I'll smile instead Then I'll throw away your name and the name of This is where the waiting stops Jordan Rain with Blood. Before that we had Special AKA with What I Like Most About You Is Your Girlfriend. And starting off our set was Antsy Pants with Vampire. Every time he 
kisses you, there'll be two holes in your neck. The vampire, he will leave you pale. All he does is drink your blood, cause he don't like ginger ale. When they see him, people scream and they yell. And they scream and yell, cause they're scared as heck that he'll say, Son, the vampire, he's a total loss. And if you should meet with him, do not drink or eat with him. Run if he takes out his dental floss. Cause my son, the vampire, ain't collecting it for the Red Cross. He wants blow. He needs blow. He drinks blow. Doesn't everybody have a glass? It's delicious. Yum, yum. It's blow.
week's audio assault is brought to you by the Discount Orphan Emporium. As enterprising entrepreneur surely knows, people are just too lazy to work these days. And with labor costs and moral standards preventing your business from achieving maximum profitability, how can the bastions of healthy capitalism be expected to keep themselves in fine wine? finer caviar, and the unfiltered blood of the destitute. Why, wrinkle not your wealthy brow, businessmen. Discount Orphan Emporium can suit all your staffing needs. Just take a bushel of our societal burdens or a bucket of soggy obligation and keep your coal dust factory operating around the clock. These wards of the state lost the public sympathy along with their parents. So concerns about an ethical workplace fly right out the window and huge sacks of filthy lucre fly right back in. Discount Orphean Emporium. Sorry, we're all out of radio hosts. And the world is a terrible wasteland pockmarked with the hideous and insane. Aesthetic nightmares that can only be saved by a lacy disc of dainty fabric. Yes, any horrible sight can be put out of mind with a proper doily for any occasion. Pug-faced orphan? Cover their shame! Pile of dog business? Make that business a classy affair. Cast-off meat processing facility? Yes, we make a doily that big! And there's even holes for the sulfur jets. The Cloister Sisters doilies for any occasion. What are they even for, anyway? And, as always, the clockwork cabaret scrambles up the steampunk chimbley like only a small, underage ne'er-do-well can, cleaning the flue and wiping away the soot from a smoke-clogged mad wasp radio, leaving only glistening internet radio behind. I bet they regret letting us write our own copy.
was Will Wood and the Tapeworms with Red Moon. Before that, we had the Dust Bowl Fairies with Vampire Tango. And starting off our set was Alan Sherman with My Son, the Vampire. The flowers by your bed are wilting. The sun is setting in the west. A fog is covering your eyes, your stockings are attracting flies, decay is nibbling at the boards on which you rest. There's someone waiting at your window. Familiar face without a name. One night he'll creep in like the mist to touch your forehead with a kiss and lead you back into the void from whence we came. We've all begun to die. It hurts to pray to God When God is dying to take strength to lie When you start to drown And we dance while the sky crashes down Like that the earth begins to quiver And all the oceans turn to black a ship of maniacs with knives to play in blackjack with their lives to kill the time until the giant rats attack. It's raining leprosy and acid. The saints were taken out and shot. When someone proffers you a pair, you sink your teeth in unaware that just beneath the skin lies pestilence and rot. We've all begun to die and don't know what to do. Since it hurts to pray to God When God is dying to take strength to lie When you start to drown And we dance while the sky crashes down skeletons are playing don't act like you don't know the tune your part is echoed in the path of every deadly flow and passed against a counterpoint reflected off the moon there is a banquet at the table exotic cheeses wines and cakes and every one of us is damned until we start to understand that living is to gorge ourselves at our begun to die and don't know what to do since it hurts to pray to God when God is dying to take strength to laugh when you start to drown and 
Well, I've been living in sin for about a month. Something turned around, it's something that I just can't understand the way I behave. Some people you can never save in my right hand. Street. Before that, we had Nouvelle Vong and Martin Gore with Master and Servant. And starting off our set was Jason Webley with Dance While the Sky Crashes Down. Animals came from miles around, so tired of walking so close to the ground. They needed a change, that's what they said. Life is better walking on two legs, but they were in for a big
Words are written in the stone. Break the rules and you get no bones. All you get is ridicule, laughter, and a trip to the house of pain.
the legendary Shack Shakers with Swamp Blood. Before that, we had Cece Adcock with Bleed to Feed. And starting off our set was Oingo Boingo with No Spill Blood. I saw you walking down on the street. I called out from my window, but you didn't hear me. I lay down and I tried to
quality internet radio like this doesn't come easy, but it does come cheap, and you can help pay for it. Simply head over to madwaspradio.com and click on their donate button to help keep shows like ours on the British airwaves. Or, if you like this clockwork of cabarets, this crazy thing we do, you can donate to us directly by going to agmealtstudios.com and donating one of multiple ways. In fact, we'll even take unmarked bills slipped discreetly under the nearest lavatory door.
the Voodoo Organist with Vampire Empire. Before that, we had the Wolfgang Press with Blood Satisfaction. And starting off our set was Grindelmeyer with I Don't Need You to Set Me Free. The boy I love's got another girl. He might be fucking her right now. I don't have an apartment. Thought if I was smart, I'd make it far, but I'm still at the start. Guess I'm contagious. It'd be safest if you ran. Fuck, that's what they all just end up doing in the end. Take my car and paint it black. Take my arm, break it in half. Say something, do it soon. It's too quiet in this room. I need noise. I need the buzz of a sub. Need the crack of a whip. Need some blood in the cup. I need Your charm to buy you time 
victim been fine
That's The Brides with Less Bloodletting Tonight. Before that, we had The Damned with Devil in Disguise. And starting off our set was Kay Flay with Blood in the Cut. In, in case you haven't figured it out, I've been watching a bunch of vampire things this, <laughs> this week. It's been real subtle. Yeah, so uh, I watched the entire Interview with the Vampire series. At, well, that's that's out right now. I think there's still two episodes left. And, I have uh, watched None of it. And I'm yet. It, I have vampires on the brain, so I, I can I help it. I would. I would. I have not read Interview with a Vampire in a very long time. No, me neither. It's been. I think I was 15 when I first read it, and I was 18 when I last read it. I was 16. I was 17 when I first read it. I know this because I was in the hospital. Oh. <laughs> I was literally hooked up to an IV, and they were taking my blood every hour on the hour, and I thought, now's a good time to read vampire fiction. I feel it, yes. You know what? It was. <laughs> Honest to God. <Yes. laughs> the nurses all wanted to come in and talk to me about it, so you know it was a good. It was a good time. Yeah, yeah I, I read it when I was 15. My mother suggested it to me. Oh, that's awkward. Yeah, my mother has suggested a lot of things to me that was awkward. Oh, you want to know the we- the most the most awkward the most awkward a, a French erotic film because that uh, was also something I got suggested oh, to me. No, so. I saw I read uh, I was reading I can't remember the name of the novel now. It had been recommended by a friend. It was a big thick, you know, mm-hmm. set in uh, medieval England, mm-hmm. uh, and I was about. A third of the way in, my grandmother was reading it at the same time, or had just finished it. And I went, oh, I'm reading that now. And she got real cagey. Oh. And that's because I hadn't made it to the sex scenes yet. Oh. (laughs) Oh, and they were descriptive, we'll we'll just say. And then now we never discussed it again. Oh. (laughs) This should not surprise listeners who have heard me talk about my grandmother. This is the same grandmother that liked Stephen King and took me to see Rocky Horror. Okay, yes. Yes. Very proper, very proper Scotch-Irish woman. But she had a a devious streak a mile wide, clearly. (laughs) She was reading horny horny medieval books. Was it... Was it like in the name of the rose or something? Was it Umberto Echo or something? I can't or, remember what it is. It was, was it a romance? It was, was it a, a steamy romance? No, it wasn't a romance. It was a it was a period like a historical fiction. It spanned, I believe, a couple of generations. Oh, um, and I didn't make it to the end. Yeah, yeah. Because. It got uncomfortable. Well, it, there was there was a consensual sex scene, and then there was a non-consensual oh, yeah. sex scene, and I was like, and I noped out. Also, then I couldn't stop thinking about that the fact kidding. that my grandmother had read it. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> there were a couple of consensual sex scenes, yes. but it was popular in the 90s. That's why I just, oh, I, did, I was yeah. definitely in high school when oh, this yeah. happened. I probably, <laughs> I probably know the book without, probably. but I don't want to know. I don't want to. I don't want to remember that. No, my uh, my mother suggested uh, memories. My mother suggested uh, a bunch of vampire books because you know, weirdo little child that wore a lot of black. She's like, you probably <laughs> you like might vampire. Like these. You might like vampire things. Also, when I was a junior or senior in college, junior in college, that's when my mom started. Went or high school. My mom went back to college, mm-hmm. and she. Her first study, she did independent study, and her first study was on vampires. vampires. So she was reading a ton of vampire books, and she would make 
me read them as right. well so that she could then ask my opinion. Right. She so she could have somebody to bounce off yeah, ideas so that off of. Book reports and things when she was having to do that stuff. And uh, so I read a lot of vampire things. I read so I read many. Interview with the Vampire and then I think I followed it up with Dracula and then classic. And then the movie came out. Oh. And I know I oh I know of it was Dracula the Dracula movie or the Brom, the, Bram Stoker's so Dracula, Dracula oh. which was the Francis Ford Coppola movie, which if yes. listeners, if you are young and have not seen this, you need to watch it. Yes. It is so bad. Over the top. I it's, mean, it's beautifully over the top. It's beautifully shot and way over the it's top. It's almost like someone wanted to make a hammer film. It's like, what if we we made a hammer film with a but bigger we had budget? A huge budget. Yes. Yeah. And also. And put Keanu Reeves in it. Yeah. Inexplicable. <laughs> and Winona Ryder. And Winona Ryder. You know, Ryder. they're both very pretty. Yeah. They look great. They're both they look act. Great. They're. Both not necessarily bad actors, but they are both very California. Yeah, they're not period piece actors. And I don't. <laughs> it's definitely I, it is it is it is a it is Jonathan Harker by way of San Dimas, yes, California. Yeah, yeah. One of <laughs> one of the, like Ted got stuck in the past and had to make do. One of the first movies that I actually no, it was the second movie that I saw. Keanu Reeves in first movie, of course, was Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. The second movie that I saw him in was Dangerous Liaisons, <laughs> where he Whoa. played Chevalier Dancenay, and <laughs> and it's he he's adorable. He's adorable. He's it's not good. No, but thankfully it's not supposed. He's not supposed to be good. He's supposed to be the love interest of the young Uma Thurman character, ah. and so the the two of them are adorable. It's adorable, but they're at, they're just. It's just not it's very, it's very hard. They're very pretty. Yes, That's all. Definitely check out Bram Stoker's Dracula. Uh, tra- content warning for weird furry sex. There's just words. weird. There's yeah. a lot of, there's a lot of weird. There's, there's some weird vampire werewolf also, sex happening. Also check out uh, side characters in it and look for Tom Waits. See if you can That's figure right. out where Tom Waits is. See if you can is. spot the Tom Waits. Yes, because he's in there. Podcast favorite. Yes, he's radio a, show favorite he's, Tom. He's a character in there. He's, we're not going to tell <laughs> you who. I think we have in the past. Yes. We already ruined it. But see, I did not know that that was Tom Waits. Yes. To be fair, didn't know that that's what Tom Waits looked like. That's fair. And I we said like... the same thing about Dave Vanian. Oh, we didn't know that's what Dave Vanian looked like. Yeah. Except had the opposite reaction of, well, hello, Dave. Yes. Also... Also, uh, Wesley from Princess Bride is in it. Wesley is in it. And uh, the Rocketeer is in it. Is in it. it. Yes, he is. And Hannibal Lecter from the Silence of the Lambs movie. Not Mads Mikkelsen. Not Mads Mikkelsen. Mads Mads Mikkelsen is is in it, but he's a baby. I would actually like to see Mads Mikkelsen as Abraham Van Helsing. That's... That's a casting that yeah, I would. Yeah, hey, Hollywood. <laughs> that's hit us up. That's a sh- that's a thing I They've would. They've already watch. tried to do Hot Van Helsing. <laughs> yeah, but it was Hugh Jackman. Yeah, but that's know, a different. That's, that's a different, different thing. Uh, <laughs> and with that horrible horn. This has been the Clockwork Cabaret. She is Lady Addercup. They are Emmett Davenport. And it's not work we do. It's, it's love, love. <laughs> This is Mad Wasp Radio, home of the hits.